What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Po, 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 po. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a hint of what, Terence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor, man. It's yeah. the first, first podcast of September. You know, oh. second. Eh? First. I mean, technically, we released the last one on the 1st of September. Lah. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck, I'm losing track of time, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's our third one for the week or so, right? It's our third one for the week, correct. Mm. So, I mean, the the last podcast we did talk about Joseph schooling, uh, right? Mm. Since mm. then, the news has continued. Everyone mm. is chiming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels like, whoa, what is happening, man? What is happening? Even Shamugam had a post, right? Shamugam, Edwin Tong, ministers lah. Edwin Tong, ministers. Oh, uh, yeah, everyone has a hot take on, on the whole thing. So it's been pretty interesting watching responses. Yeah, a hot yeah. take. Any any responses that surprise you so far? Uh I mean the the very fact that, you know, Shamugam, you know, who has basically he's always been the one holding the hard line about uh, drug use in Singapore, right? Mm. But he he I mean he very specifically pointed out that uh drug abusers are treated differently from traffickers, right? Mm. So so that that to me was an interesting nugget. Like, the fact that the Minister of Law would come out and almost specifically draw a line between abusers and traffickers so clearly. Like, yeah. Mm. And and I'm sure international outlets are having a field day because anything to do with drugs and Singapore is like Singapore. fucking yeah. border, yeah. Drugs and Singapore. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah. but today today we're talking about two different topics. Hopefully this will be yeah. like a breather from from now, if you open up any news uh, website, it's Joseph Schooling's face everywhere. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe a breather, but also also not the best look for you know Singapore, Singapore companies internationally. True, yeah. true, right. true, 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 yeah, true, yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, but right. before we dive into that, is there anything you want to say, Terence? Um, yeah, I think you know it's been you know we've been building our social media presence in the last couple of months. Uh, we've been asking people to go on Spotify and, and you know, give us ratings and, and all that. But one thing that we always tell people is, you know, that face-to-face connection. Just tell mm. someone, one person today, uh, if you really like this podcast, tell one person about it, you know, who hasn't heard of it and give them, ask them to give it a chance because nothing beats, um, you know, I was going to say mouth-to-mouth. Word, but I mean, face-to-face. Word-of-mouth, face-to-face. Word-of-mouth, word laugh. Recommendation. Mouth-to-mouth. <laughs> Mouth doesn't to have to be face to face you can message someone it doesn't have to be face to face you can call someone you can write them an email I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't know about but, but I don't know about the messaging thing because WhatsApp etiquette also you know like just bombarding people with like oh you should check this out you should check this out all that after a while it gets very grating because that's like that's like every WhatsApp group lah, right? I don't know? know what kind of friends you have. Like, no, one-on-one. Like, you don't send it in a group. We just say it's ah, to one person. You mean if yeah. like people send you links in a, like, a chat, like you just won't open? Lah. I'll be, uh, no, I might open, but I'll be a bit like, oh, this is like so overbearing. You know, like, why? like oh, I already have Terrence. enough things to click on already. Okay, so, so to people listening, choose a friend who's not Terrence, who's not like Terrence, <laughs> who actually does appreciate find a friend, the time Find a friend take. who cares. Who cares yeah, about not overloading you, not being overbearing and overloading your digital, your hit space, lah, basically. Find a friend who does click on your links. That, that's, uh, mm. that, that's, that's the, the small print, lah, the fine print. So underlying all this, you can tell who is who lah, between Harish and me, who's the, 
who's the sender and who's the who's hey, the receiver. Terrence, fuck you, ah. Uh, okay, don't paint this thing. I don't overwhelm you with links because we have a mechanic to facilitate mm-hmm. that, which is our Facebook group, Facebook group yes, where yes, we yes. share shit. I love yeah. the Facebook group because it's like okay, when I want to check it, then I check it out. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So to anyone, oh, yeah. yeah. WhatsApp, WhatsApp. No, 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 no. I only do share uh, articles very once in a while with friends who I think, hey, if I read this really good article, uh, maybe they don't listen to the podcast. It might be my one shock thing, and I send it over. Mm, mm, yeah, that's right. Okay, we'll yeah. leave it as cool. that. We'll leave it as that. <laughs> we'll leave it as that. Exactly. Let's not air our dirty laundry, yeah. uh, Terence. But tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Tell a friend. This. Tell a friend. Yeah. Correct. That was the longest plug ever. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yes. Cool. Shall Let's we jump, jump right into in. it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess, I mean, there's no one headline that is dominating the, the news, but it's all mm. around the fact that Shopee, you know, that e-commerce giant in Singapore that up till a few months ago was the biggest company in Asia mm. uh, by market capitalization. Um, I mean, it's no longer the biggest. It's no longer, its stocks have slid by like 72% or something, man. Ooh, crap. That's yeah. why the the founder, Forrest Lee, I think his mm. net worth has been wiped out from 17 billion at its peak to 5 billion. Only 5 billion now. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah, I feel, I feel damn. terrible for him. I feel yeah, terrible. only 5.1 billion, which makes him the fourth richest person in Singapore. Mm. I would have thought oh. 5.1 billion would be pretty high, but no. I guess it's no, 2022. Man. Yeah. But yeah, his company, um, Shopee, uh, has been in the news lately because actually it's been in the news around employment for a few months already but mm. more recently um, what allegedly happened was they offered they, they gave out job offers to um, a few hundred uh, employees mm. uh, prospective employees who signed the contract but they told they rescinded the offers like a, a, quite a short time before the start dates lah. So that's why you see accounts of like uh, engineers from China flying into Singapore and apparently finding out at the airport that they no longer have a job. Yeah, and these are not being, uh, they're not, the source is not the Straits Times. I think the source is from certain WeChat uh, WeChat users and and groups where people are Mm. complaining. They are themselves complaining about this happening to them. And then it's yeah. been subsequently reported uh, through social media on uh, Chinese news media. And then it's been picked up by, uh, you know, Singapore local news media. And, and actually other outlets around the world as well, uh, right? Yeah. In fact, Straits Times, they did do an article. Shopee catchers would be employees off guard after they withdraw some job offers. But it's behind a fucking paywall. Yeah. It's Again. only for subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, it's only Straits for subscribers. Times, so thank uh, you, Straits most, Times. The most expensive non-profit uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> subscription in the world. But, Hey, it Terrence, is, I think you, don't, um, you might you might cause some people to take umbrage. Uh. Please yeah, yeah, watch no, your don't words. Don't take umbrage at the word. Those watch words. But, your words. Yeah. But I think yeah, the important the important thing to note is that yeah, this is not a Singapore only Singaporeans are, are looking at this. I think basically everyone around everyone around the world is finding this quite a whoa, like quite a story that uh about uh employer employee kind of relationships and all. So when yeah, you, it's a, yeah. it's interesting for us to be discussing this in the context when of you, the global economy. When you say everywhere around the world, like where? I mean, I've been seeing articles on uh, you know uh, trade publications. Mm. Uh, that means like about like marketing interactive, this those sort of things. I think I've seen uh, articles in uh, you know, Indian Indian uh, media as well. Mm. So yeah, I mean, Shopee is everywhere around the world. You know, like I think it's in a lot of places outside, even outside of Southeast Asia, like, Right? 
mm-hmm. uh, Europe and 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 uh, Brazil. I think it's very big in Brazil as well. So mm. you know, Shopee is a very recognizable name, lah. And when something yeah, like this yeah. happens, everyone around the world just talks about it, lah. Uh, yeah, but but what made you want to talk about it? Eh? No, I mean, <laughs> I think the first thing that hit me was that uh, the this this WeChat user said that he literally received a call that rescinded his offer after he arrived in Singapore and he was at the airport right there yeah. with his wife and his dog having just, you know, relocated to Singapore and literally at the airport, he got the call that rescinded his offer. And that to me, I mean, um, you know, knowing the trouble it takes to move a dog from one country to another, uh, I just thought, wow, this is really, that's really bad. Lah. You know, that, that he has relocated, he's brought his whole life over and then he has the job offer rescinded. Lah. Uh, mm. it, sound, it sounds really bad, but um, also in the, I also thought, you know, in a larger context of things, if Shopee, like, like what you were mentioning earlier, is going through a lot of financial difficulty, like uh, what other option is there? Lah? And, and should they be vilified for, for, taking, for making that decision? No? Mm-mm-mm. So yeah. I guess the the thing is, of course, it held, uh It does. It it sounds. It's horrible that he had to relocate. Uh, I think mm. in the article I also read that he was with his family and dog, right? Mm. Yeah. Right. So that's why you're like yeah. Terence. I I relate to this man because he has a dog and a yes. family. Yes. And right, the difficulty right. of relocating a dog, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family all okay. Just the dog, right? Humans okay, but dogs, yeah, big problem. Yeah, big yeah. Problem. So, so, uh, but at at its core, right? I mean, I've also been trying to understand, uh, the legality of whether, uh, employers can rescind job offers, lah. Um. Mm, mm. So, I mean, I think like it's mixed online, so I'm not fully sure. Mm, uh, mm. because, you know, in in and it also depends on the company contract, lah. Um. Yeah. There could be a term or something. There could be something in there that uh, you sign on knowing the risk, uh, just mm. expecting the risk to never materialize. La. And yeah. that's why, I mean, for me, I wanted to talk about this because uh, it's like a contract has been signed and the offer has been rescinded, which brings mm. back memories of our own experience with that, uh, with our first ever TV show, which we made for mm. a streaming platform that uh, ultimately the contract was meaningless. La, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, but it does seem like it can be done, you know, like a company can withdraw offer. Uh, and I mean, even like uh, as recent as July 2022, there was an article mm. in on Yahoo Finance uh, titled Job Offer Rescinded, What to Do If You Had Already Given Notice. And there are mm. steps saying that, okay, if you have given notice, you know, like now the climate, expect more companies to do this. Uh, in mm. fact, it's a good sign that they rescinded the offer because if you join them, I mean, if they have to rescind the offer, means they're not in a good state. Like, and Shopee mm. has been in the news for the past few months for shutting down divisions, shutting down mm. country offices, and laying off people. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but that's where I hope it has to take account into account the fact that, uh, yeah, they had to relocate. I think there's been some talk saying that they will compensate one month's salary plus travel expenses. Mm. Yeah. But if that's it, like, that's fucked up, man. Uh, so you right. think it's not enough, like, one month's salary because plus expenses? Th- yeah, because, okay, for all we know, there may have been jobs that they could have carried on in and mm, they mm. tendered, lah, right? Mm. Um, and then looking for a job is never easy. It always takes a lot of time and finding a job, especially in this sort of climate, is can be quite a relief. Lah, where it's almost, okay, I don't have to worry. I can move on to the next stage of my life. 
Then you yeah. come here, then you taken, then it's like, wow, love it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just feels like a very one-sided uh, power dynamic. La. Yeah. And I mean, I mean the, you know, the contract is the contract, la, but I think one thing to note is that at the end of the day, you're talking about a, a company and a human mm. being. A company and a human being with like family, a human being with uh, relationships and all. And uh, leaving, I mean, even just jobs aside, right? You When you leave your previous job, right? Uh, you also sort of uh, you have to close a chapter on on your relationships with your colleagues there, with your bosses and all that, and and you never know whether how you're leaving will also be taken lah, right? When they hear that oh you're leaving for another company and all these th- kind of things, so it's not as easy as just turning around and saying going back to your old company and say hey you know my job offer got rescinded and can I come and join you guys lah, right? Mm. You've got to go through the you know rebuilding past relationships and sort of explaining. Yeah, this time I'm I'm yeah I'm 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 back again. You know, looking for a job. Uh, can you take me? in? I promise I won't just just quit like the last time I did, lah. You know, mm. um. So yeah, it's never that easy when when people talk about moving between jobs, lah. Of course, when the economy is doing well and everybody's hiring and all that, sure. But but uh, yeah, lah. That 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 we're you know we're facing a climate where uh, hiring is slowing down a little bit. I think uh, unless mm. well, you're really top, you know, engineer talent and all that. Um, mm. But even then, yeah, it's still it's still harder, and and uh, the human aspect of it is something that um, one month's compensation doesn't feel like it's enough, lah. You just mm. talk about even finding a job. You give people one month or so, not that easy to find a job in a month, lah, right? Mm. Uh, mm. So so I I think yeah, it, it just it just feels a bit short, lah. You know, one month. But you know, just now you're saying a human versus a company. But mm. Terence, in the world of business, mm. uh, in the capitalistic society that we live in today, mm. a company provides for people. And by joining a company, there is inherent mm. risk. And it is a mm. bad economy, Terence. And we yeah, are on yeah, the cusp yeah. of a global war. Yeah. And chicken, no more chicken in Singapore. Mm. So mm. can you blame the company for having to do all it can to survive? Uh, you can't blame the company, but you can still argue that they even for themselves as a company this is very bad pr right yeah. this will affect recruitment down the line even beyond this this down period for them uh people are just gonna the, if the if these news articles stay up the next time anyone is considering joining a company in boom times they'll be like do i want to join a company that you know if i move over to singapore and i i, I and then suddenly i'm there with my dog and my wife and like you know the baby maybe i have a baby and he's crying and he he wants to go to his 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 uh, service apartment and all that. Then suddenly we get a call saying, "Hey, your job offer has been rescinded." Um, do I want to join a company like that, lah? So you could mm. argue that trying to save at least at the moment, trying to save that extra one or two mo- more months' salary that you should you should probably pay, um, you're actually shooting yourself in the foot longer term, lah. In the sense that it will make it harder for you to hire top talent for your firm. Mm. But maybe Shopee is so confident of his brand that. Mm. The sixty to uh, hundred staff that they're letting go is not going to dent the the demand for joining their forty eight thousand plus employees around the world. Uh. Mm. Because I totally get the PR angle. Because mm. um, I mean, even during COVID, when there were so many companies that had to cut down like massively, the one story that I do remember is how Airbnb treated their employees, like. Mm, um, mm. Of course, I don't know whether it actually uh, materialized, uh, materialized, but the story was that they were very, very proactive in taking care of the employees that they let go. Like Brian Chesky, mm. the CEO and co-founder, wrote, 
this long memo. Uh, they dedicated parts of their HR team to help the people who were about to be laid off to find mm-hmm. future jobs. And it became like this whole story and angle and I still remember it two years later. Yeah, so for yeah. Shopee to do this, it's almost like they're too big to give a fuck. Um, it feels very heartless, right? Yeah, it feels very heartless. But then I tried to like go on forums and all to hear from people who have worked there or people who have applied and generally, the perception is not the best. Mm, um, mm. It's a lot of the, you know, the 996 culture, the very cutthroat, the very like work to What's the bone. And then, can you just explain 996 culture? Yeah, to it's 9am to 9pm, six days a week. Mm, mm. Which is apparently, yeah. It, it's, it's a quite a, it's in China, it's a very common term, right? This 996 yeah, yeah. culture. So yeah. it has, through a lot of these e-commerce platforms which are owned by Chinese companies, it seems to have trickled down to, not trickled down, it has cascaded down to Singapore already. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone working at Shopee or Tencent or ByteDance or uh, any of those uh, Chinese companies headquartered in Singapore vehemently mm. disagree, please let us know in the comments. Because yeah. we have, I mean, I personally have heard it through various sources. I mm. think it's a bit less in Singapore. Mm. But it does sound like in Shopee, they really work you to the bone and um, yeah, the, the culture is maybe not the most empathetic or com- the pay, compassionate. The pay, the pay is really pay is good. probably good. La. Because yeah, up to earlier this year, their stocks were doing fucking great. Yeah, they were the biggest yeah. company in Asia, no? Yeah. So, so it, I think the pay compensates for the fact that you don't see your friends and family for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the the one thing that really stood out about about uh, the work culture in some of these e-commerce places that I've heard lah, of on the grapevine, uh, it's not so much about the 996 thing because, you know, during COVID or that, they were still working from home. All, but it's that they, the, they work via chat. They work via group chat. So, mm. you know you know how <laughs> a lot of times you're like, oh, okay, you got, some, you got a proposal to or something, just email it over and all that, right? Yeah. Uh, no. I think in these places, it's just like, it's a constant stream of like, this constant flow of work-related conversations that come in on chat like 24 hours a day. La. So, wow. so and you're expected to reply those chats. You're expected like, oh, your boss message you there and kind of, you're expected to to see it and, and respond and everything. La. So oh. it's a, uh, you know, it's a, oh, uh, sounds a like very, fit, very... Sounds like you fit right into the Shopee culture, man. I was just about to say that about you. you. You'll be a model employee. I was just going to say, that's <laughs> probably your, your dream job, man. You know, where what, 24 yeah. hours a day, you're just on chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Firing yeah. away, Con- firing away thoughts and, and Con- links and Contrary <laughs> to what you continuously think without fail, Terrence, I do uh, not appreciate WhatsApp groups. One of the first uh, fucking videos we did for Ministry of Funny was about <laughs> how I hate WhatsApp groups. So eight years later, you still have this perception that I'm a big fan of WhatsApp groups and I live for WhatsApp groups. No. Any uh, of my friends listening to this, they know yeah. that I suck at WhatsApp groups. Um, uh, and anyone who has experienced yeah. my suckiness in WhatsApp groups, you know also, right? Yeah. So Terrence, yeah. get your facts in order, okay? Stop. Maybe we should both, yeah. both join C... And see what mm-hmm. our like uh, employee ratings come out. La. Yeah, how uh, maybe uh, we'll both month. be kicked out for different reasons. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked out with you know, with a one month salary. No, but you know. but companies work on Slack, what? Isn't that like a big chat also? Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, but but it kind of uh, I I mean, it really depends on individual companies, la, Right. But I think what the the you know people who have someone who has worked there in one of some of these big e-commerce Chinese e-commerce companies before. Just basically 
told me that they are they were just so shocked by the fact that the chat you know they wake up in the morning and the chat is like they got like you know 200 oh chats that they need to look through the, and, and and definitely there's stuff for them that they need to pass out and realize that that is their work for the day oh as well my like. God. So, so can you imagine just the constant stream Fuck. of of, of uh, chat Holy shit. I mean, it's basically fast emails right and just every email you have to read through and look through and see okay do I need to jump in on this do I need to address that do I need to answer this answer so it's uh, that's where the stress comes from uh, not so much the sitting in the office from 9 to 9 or anything oh like that oh my la. god that sounds yeah. horrible man it sounds like a Holy dystopia shit. so so like you know you see all those ads about slack and you know those video ads and oh make your work day more organized and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean that's like I know that that's just a slippery slope la. but I mean one one thing also just um, to, to just add on to that like um, I, I think uh, you know would would it have made it any better let's say if uh, the chairman of C, who owns Shopee, Forest League, mm. say he appeared on uh, LinkedIn and did a video of him crying while he's like making the phone calls to lay off these people. Uh, you know, like the chairman or CEO of the company is crying and uh, laying off staff. Uh. Do you yeah, think that yeah. would help the public perception in any way? Because that's, re- that's exactly what one CEO of some company did, right? Yeah, but he also got a lot of flag, right? <laughs> he also got a lot of flag. There was another CEO who got on a Zoom call and like in a yeah. three or four minute call, he told everyone that if you're on this call, you're going to be laid off. Yeah, and that's how yeah. he delivered the message. He also cannot flag. Yeah, yeah. So is there any way that uh, a CEO or chairman should be delivering these layoffs, uh, you know, to, 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 you know, in a humane way without pissing off everybody? I don't know. Eh? I feel like in the grand scheme of things, let's say they have 50,000 plus employees, right? There's 60, 70 employees in Singapore. I really think they don't give a fuck. No? I think mm. it's too small. They don't give a fuck. This is not the first uh, layoffs they've had to do or uh, uh, like the first rescinding of offers they've had to do. La. I think now mm. this past year, since October 2021, when their share price was above $350 to what it is now, like its lowest I think was like 60 plus or 50 plus. Mm-hmm. I think they have just been survival mode. And yeah, I, I think if, if I'm pretty sure the CEO, CEO doesn't give a shit la, of these kind of uh, small blips. Mm. Small but little blips. I'm just thinking like, even if the CEO doesn't want to give a shit about it, shouldn't the, then yeah. the mental should be pick, picked up by you know, the HR or, 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 or yeah, someone to, to really put a, a, you know, at least a name to everything to the, to the layoff. Uh, to to the whole layoff thing, such that there's a more human element to it. Uh. Right now, it just feels so like it's like you got fired by robots, uh, right? Essentially. But then the HR team, this might be one of two hundred chat groups that they have to respond to in the morning, la. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then That's they're right. like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, there's like sixty people. So yeah. so it just becomes like this huge machine where, okay, la, this is just another thing that's swept aside. Um. Mm. And I mean, yeah, just the, the way the corporate world works, unfortunately, which we also have heard many times, like, oh, that's that's the corporate world, even though it's fucking bullshit, like, that should never be an excuse. I can mm. see it happening a lot here, la. Um, yeah. which is sad, la, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I think something that I, I, I was, I think I was listening or watching in a video by my last one shock thing, uh, Second Thought on YouTube, was the idea of... Um, bureaucracy la, right you know the idea mm. that capitalism is supposed to to get rid of you know is is the perfect solution to bureaucracy la. but actually what has happened uh in recent times is that basically uh bureaucracy has been outsourced from the government 
to private mm. corporations already. Lah. And when I say mm. bureaucracy, I mean like when you try to call customer service, you know, you ans- you get answered from a chatbot, you know, who basically just delays, just it's sort of just like, tries, it's just trying to shush you away, trying to stop you from asking further questions or trying to escalate or anything like that. Um, you know, when, when PR, well, or when HR matters like this are made, you know, that it's just, you know, you just get like some blah answer, some statement from, mm. from, uh, from some uh, faceless department within some company. And then just the idea of bureaucracy has now, is basically capitalism has, has built in the bureaucracy into all these large corporations already, like, you know? So, mm. so, so, bureaucracy within government is not even our biggest enemy right now. Like. It's actually bureaucracy in, in your daily life when you're dealing with big companies these days. Like, you know? Yeah. And, and but I, I just see so much of that in, in all these uh, these big HR decisions that are being made now. Like, yeah. But you know what's going to solve all that, right? What? Web3. <laughs> it's, you gonna put uh, your money on you put your money in crypto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the decentralized bureaucracy that is owned by multiple digital assets. Yes, where you yes. mint uh, NFTs to really you know multiply your Ethereum and Solana. Yeah, such yeah, that after yeah, you cannot withdraw, you can't withdraw the money already, Yeah, that. you can't withdraw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a letter saying you know thank you very much for your support. Yeah, we're going through financial difficulty and you can't withdraw your money. Yeah. Then yep, when Web3 yep. becomes too bureaucratic, the solution will be Web4 mm, and so on. Yes. And then it'll come, full circle. it'll come yeah. full circle where the government will be the solution to Web71. Yeah, yeah. That'll be 2,000 years later when right, we right. are all just heads living in jars. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, la, it's, uh, I mean, okay, if, well, if you were the guy, la, if it just, just we've gone quite far, yeah. but just going, going back to this shopping thing, if you were the guy at the airport, the dog and the wife and everything, uh, how many months compensation would you be looking at before you you just okay fine this 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 is what it is? Um, I think I would start with six months. Eh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Six months. I don't know. I don't even know. So first of all, I'm not fully sure whether this kind of rescinding of offers happen has been happening a lot in this climate. I think it does, but six months because yeah, like uh, chances are there was like a you had to do notice of leave. Uh, which you would still get paid, yes, but what's mm. it going to take to relocate back? Um, mm, mm, mm. Uh, assuming yeah. that maybe if you were renting or something like that. And plus, just feels like if you got a family and a dog and mm. your whole life chapter has started, yeah, so I would say start with six months. I don't know whether yeah. that sounds too much, but for you? Yeah, I, I, w- I was thinking it has to be a minimum of six months. Huh? Mm. Uh, whatever, whatever your salary is, I mean, Whatever your, I mean, even if you let's say you earn a lot of money, but you probably also have uh, more overheads, and, and I mean you might have more overheads. I'm not saying you will have, but yeah, six months to me okay la. At least you're giving me a good runway, a decent runway to, uh, like you say, find relocate and and find a, a job again la, Right, and even yeah. just getting over the trauma of of just like this whole experience. Uh, I think that's that itself is like a month already la, Right. Yeah, and yeah. I mean I I can imagine how that would fall flat as a request, like six months, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, mm. But that, then it might just be the case that these sort of things are always going to be one-sided. Like, because I was just thinking, mm-hmm. if you're an em- prospective employee who signs a contract, there is mm. no way you can just reject it and rescind your commitment to the company, right? Or it won't be that easy, right? You could, you could, you could just not turn up, la, and then they fire you, la, right? But then, if they fire you, then... Uh, are you in breach of contract or something? No. 
Uh, you, just, you get you get fired lah. You get fired. But let's say you have a good yeah. reason that you want to, you cannot join. Yeah. Can you just rescind it like that? You can't just email them. Hey, I rescind my my signing lah. Right. I I think in Singapore there's a lot more uh leeway protection, for things. Uh. No, not protection. Leeway for both the employer and employee to walk away from within the first like couple of weeks or months or something. You know mm. the the so called probation period lah. And the probation period is not something universal about, you know, like, like I think in, when I was working in the US that there wasn't, the moment you sign, you, you're, you're it already, la. you're an employee already. La. There's no like probation period or anything that you have to, you know, be on your best behavior and wait for, wait to be confirmed and all that. La. Oh, is it? So, so there, yeah, I think there are more protections in place uh, in other places la, for individual workers. But in Singapore, uh, yeah, when I say leeway, I mean usually that leeway is more in favor of the corporation than the individual, lah, right? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because obviously, an individual who has signed a contract to to join a company probably really wants to join the company, lah, right? Mm, mm, uh, mm. Whereas I, the other way, then the corporation suddenly says they don't want you. It's yeah, like you're just one of like thousands of the employees, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm curious. I think I mean based on like forums and articles, feels like it could go both ways. But generally, people are saying that you can take legal action, or or that's why that's why there has been like a a group, uh, a rights protection group that has been formed by Shopee prospective employees who had their offers rescinded, lah. Yeah, About yeah. two hundred and sixty plus employees split between two groups, uh, mm. who are claiming that Shopee breach the offer contract uh, which opens up them opens them up to claims of negligence la. yeah yeah so I mean it, it's tough when it, the one like yeah, the even the, Shopee again yeah. even just to hire lawyers and all that yeah, Shopee man. has a much bigger budget for their for their law law department their legal department uh, compared yeah. to a group of individuals like yeah yeah then someone can you imagine these employees like um, the guy at the airport he's really damn fucking pissed off maybe like mm. arguing with his family then he walks past this big LCD screen and he sees the fucking Shopee ad yeah the dancing with Pochukang dancing yeah. uh, and just Mark dancing Lee, and Naomi you know the tune just gets in your head <laughs> and he's probably like you know what like he can't do anything what? he just hears the Shopee beep 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 yeah. Oh, fuck, Can you man. imagine the trauma yeah. he hears every time that song comes yeah, out? That's the why. Trauma he feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they just why. keep buying ads and you can't get away yeah. from it. They just, they just keep stuffing it down your throat at every yeah. like one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, five, five, you know, every yeah, month. Right. <laughs> every <laughs> it just month. comes up. Oh my god. Every month one one. And two, two. You, you keep clicking and telling uh, YouTube, I don't want to see this ad, but they just keep feeding it to you and the black box just says, hey, for some reason, you're very interested in Shopee. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And then the pixel retargets you on Google or Facebook and you yeah. just keep seeing Shopee, Shopee, yeah. one, one, two, two. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I would sue for, I would sue to stop Shopee from from, from doing that, la, from having oh, to allow, feeding eh. me these ads when I'm traumatized by, by it. La, yeah. Oh, allow, eh. yeah, man. Yeah, tough sucks, one. man. Tough situation. And then, I mean, the, the sad thing is probably it's just, you know, they're, they're getting a group together, but it's probably just going to, you know, fade into into distant memory, la, right? Yeah, man. This, 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 and then distant be stuck memory. under the carpet and then move, the, move people will move on. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that there's maybe, you know, like the fact that he's on social media, Chinese social media, mm. I think it's a start la, to get more, a bit more attention on it. I think he, he made a comment that, uh, he started his WeChat account to to sort of talk about his relocation to Singapore and talk about uh artificial intelligence or something like that. But he ends mm-hmm. up now his 
now his account is going to be about you know uh, negotiating contracts for re- for employment and and dealing with his unemployment while going back to to, to I don't know where he comes from but going back to his home country or something. Yeah. So it's a completely different flavor already like his videos. But I did see some some uh, commenters on Reddit saying that if they they hope they can find the the details of these people because. Uh, there is a talent crunch in Singapore and if you mm. get these people hired by Shopee who I assume attract pretty good talent. Mm. There are people on the market in Singapore like fucking just wondering what the hell to do and yeah. just open to, to roles. La. Yeah. But think about the dog as well. You know like for a dog, right? Flying in the plane, how traumatic experiences. There are dogs that just die from heart attacks mm, you know, mm, while mm, traveling mm. planes because it's the complete um, it's the most scary thing, right? You don't know what's going on. You're put in a cage yeah. or, or black box, and I your mean, ears ideally, are popping and shit yeah, like that. Ideally, you've been trained to just you know be calm in the, in the box or the cage, but it's still quite traumatizing when you know the plane's taking off and you're feeling all these sensations you've never felt or heard. And in you're your away life. from your owner, you're, you're, you're away, away from, from your owner. From your so owner. some a lot of dogs die of dehydration. They die of uh just stress, like You know, heart attack, whatever. Uh, so yeah, imagine having to do that again, going back home to wherever they came from, lah. Right away, wow. so not even like you know, uh, not even having a chance to like settle down in one place, lah. Yeah, Heart goes sucks, up to them, man. Sucks. Yeah, sucks. but uh, from one, uh, I mean, from one pretty shitty, uh, you know, uh, company to person relationship, uh, this one, you know, takes the cake, lah. I think this one is a, another very, <laughs> a, a pretty shitty interaction between a company and a and a, and a person, lah. And what is this interaction that takes the king? <laughs> the interaction is that uh, a gentleman who ordered uh, his favorite cake from Prima Deli, uh, <laughs> which is something he had been ordering for a few years on previous mm. birthdays. Uh, it was like a chocolate cake with a white chocolate uh, circular um, slab. Skinner, you know? Yeah, yeah a slab, a slab yeah. of white, white chocolate that would say the happy birthday message. Yeah, but this yeah. time when the cake arrived, uh, there was a message, uh, but yes. it was written on a on a piece of sliced processed cheese. It was, yeah. they looked to have been just slapped onto the cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so, it was like like limp. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was limp. I mean, color wise, okay la, Like it, it looks like a variant of white chocolate. But then mm. he removed the cheese, uh, mm. and then he found that there was like indentations in the cake that he suspects belong to the actual white chocolate. Mm, mm. So, <laughs> what could have happened is that the person preparing the cake, you know, the white chocolate was there, they wrote the message and maybe they fucked up. Mm. Um, and maybe they ran out of white chocolate. Yeah, ran out and of white they're chocolate. like, okay, fuck, what else <laughs> kind of looks like white chocolate and is also edible? Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, they had processed cheese. Maybe it's something they use in another bun or another piece of confectionery. They're like, fuck it. You know what? Let's just slap the shit on. Don't even cut it into the circle that the white mm. chocolate slabs normally come in. Just yeah. a limp square. Just put it on the cake. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. cheesy, then, cheesy aftertaste to uh, the chocolate cake, lah. Right? Yeah. And then they like Prima Deli actually re- uh, responded to uh, uh, the media inquiries, lah, and they said. Uh, we appreciate Brian's feedback on this. Apologize for the unpleasant experience that he, as a longtime supporter, went through. We are mm. serious about ensuring that our customers do not encounter such unhappy situations moving forward. This incident mm. is unacceptable. We have taken the franchisee to task with a serious warning issued to the franchise outlet. Mm. So, mm. I guess they work on a franchise model. Uh. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, um, why do you want to talk about this? Um, I just thought it's a, yeah Is is it acceptable to get a slice like a, a slice of cheese for the? I mean, this is not part of cake lah. It's part of a decoration. I would say lah. Of course, it's nice. It's always a nice bonus when you get a slice of cake and then you get to eat that, that little white slab white of slab chocolate on it. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. as a kid, I mean, not even as an adult, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get to eat the, yeah. I get to eat the decoration. Um, but yeah, now it's a slice of cheese. Like, and I just thought it'd be interesting discussion. Is that an acceptable compromise for you? Like, right? You know, given the, 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 the rising costs that we face in the world today and all. Like. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, I mean, it's philosophical, I mean, deep discussion I mean, we're having now. I mean, I think if I got the cake for myself, not to say mm. that I've ever ordered a birthday cake for myself, mm. I would be like, what the fuck is this? And my first thought would be like, okay, it's not so much about the fact that there's a piece of cheese on it. What was supposed mm. to be here? And what is it covering mm. up? But mm. then can you imagine, I got it for my fiancé or something, yeah. where she has this favourite cake. And <laughs> I get her a cake <laughs> with a piece of cheese on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I think the only way you can get away with that <laughs> is if you bake the cake yourself. Like yeah, if it exactly. was a homemade cake and then like, ha ha ha, oh, I didn't have that chocolate thing so I put a slice of cheese on <laughs> yeah. top. It's cute. It's a cute moment where your fiancé will be like, oh, that's funny, you know. And let's not eat it, of course, put it aside. Lah. But because they paid for this, I think it's, uh, it's tough tough to accept, lah, right? Yeah. And I mean, to Primo Dele's credit, I guess after he shared it on Facebook, someone did reach out to him and he mm. did say that the representative was very genuine and was offered to provide the next cake on the house. La. But yeah. then, like, what about, like, for you also, it's not acceptable. La. Maybe what if you really like cheese, Terrence? What if yeah, processed I cheese mean, is your not, favorite thing in the world? I like, I like, I like processed cheese as you a You like snack. processed cheese? You like sliced cheese? I like, I like, I like. Compared yeah. to, like, the box cheese? Of course, box is, is like, you know, oh, you can box eat it. Box is the like, bomb, man. All, yeah, like, box cheese and, and you know, other artisanal cheeses. No, not artisanal. That. There's box oh. cheese and sliced cheese. Wait, because wait, wait, artisanal cheese box, is like when you that. Say box, what do you mean box? It's like that craft box, that block of cheese. Like. I'm not saying the artisanal oh, okay, one. Okay, okay, the block. I'm okay. saying the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. is still similar no, I like, price I still to like, like slice. I like slice. I like slice. You like slice, huh? Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, like a, slice. I'm a very, I'm a processed food kind of uh, person, you know. Mm. Uh, I don't mind processed food at all. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I've grown up in that, that kind of environment, la, where mm. processed food is okay, la, you know. But, mm. but, but, um, one thing I would say is that this is, this is not the flavor to put a slice of cheese on. It's chocolate cake. Chocolate mm. and cheese, I think, cannot go together. Like if it was something else, maybe even a pandan cake, maybe, I might a say, cake, okay. Uh, cheesecake, obviously. Cheesecake, <laughs> obviously, I'll be like, okay, this makes sense. This is logical. But, so is like, but like, you tell me chocolate cake is, no, cannot. You are ruining the taste. The, 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 the cheese will also... By osmosis, the taste will go into the, the chocolate. Cannot, so cannot. Uh, can I just uh, say, osmosis is a process that is restricted solely to water, yeah, liquids, Terrence. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's okay, not cheese. Uh, figuratively, <laughs> la, figuratively, Harish. No, but... You know, we are language Nazi <laughs> now when we're talking about cheesecake. <laughs> no, but... Yeah. First of all, chocolate and cheese, why cannot go? You get Oreo cheesecake, you no, get no, chocolate no. cheesecake, uh, uh, you get bubble cheesecake. tea with cheese... Cheesecake, you, get yeah cheese. you get bubble tea with cheese. You get bubble tea with cheese. Yeah, yeah, bubble tea with cheese. But but like a cake, I think cake is cake because of the texture. It's that's mm. why you order a cake. If not, yeah, you can drink bubble tea for your birthday. Have a have a birthday bubble tea. 
But it's different, you know. You want cake because there's something to chew on, there's something to smear all over your, your face and, and stuff like that, you know. So mm, there is an mm-hmm. element of the texture being very important. And cheese, processed cheese especially, like texture, texture and taste is like antithesis to what a good like chocolate cake should be. Like. So but I would say, yeah, cake, yeah. if it was a cheesecake and they pulled this stunt, I think I would be much less angry. Like. But it's chocolate cake with this. If it's a cheesecake and you saw a slice of processed cheese on it, you would feel differently. <laughs> Fuck you, lah, Darren. No, I'll be okay. Okay, okay. No, I'll be okay. I mean, I accept. I accept that this cheese is a different. It adds a different nuance to the cheesecake because it's cheese uh. and cheese, so it's okay. But cheese and chocolate cannot. No, I would be. Mm. I I think that's where they went wrong. And the other thing is, why couldn't have they sliced the thing to be round or so or something like that? Yeah, make that's it why, look less like a piece of processed. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna cut corners like that like you should be literally cutting corners cutting corner. like, you know cut off the corners right that's what so, I didn't understand if I was the guy also like, the guy he's like no no to cover bro it, like. I don't cut corners I don't <laughs> cut corners after I put this this slice of cheese I will never cut corners because that does not reflect my values yeah because we have customer still- obsession we give them as much cheese <laughs> if we're going to give them cheese we give them as much as we can give them because he's like he or she still did the work of like putting the message on the cheese yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly. just a slap on thing. It was like slap on and then still put the cheese. So maybe there's a deeper, mm. there's a deeper issue here, no? Mm. Maybe, mm. maybe there's something. Because but going back to your point, if I saw a slice of processed cheese on a cheesecake, I would feel the same. I was like, why is this piece of cheese here? It oh. feels so like this is some something's up. Like why is there a piece of cheese? Was it intentional? Was it supposed to be here? What is it covering mm. up? Mm. That would be my But thought, you might not right? even if it was sliced nicely and all. You might not even realize it's processed cheese, right? At first glance. I you can kind of uh, tell the taste of and honestly oh, that taste, texture okay. that texture, yeah, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. ever tried it in cake? No, no, that's why, that's why. I think the texture yeah. is, is the biggest thing, la. Yeah. Yeah, unless I thought, okay, like these people are trying to be quirky or something. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, la, it would have to be cut accordingly, la. <laughs> yeah. And maybe <laughs> two slices. You give me two slices, I can still say, okay, you're trying, at least trying, la. Two slices. One slice, and, yeah, as in two, you just make it thicker, lot two slices. Mm. Then I would say, okay, at least you, you you're trying. Two slices feels like, uh, feels like a generous serving, uh, You know, whereas one but, slice is like, oh my god. Uh, but technically, he could have put the the saying on the chocolate cake as well. Of course, it's like brown brown cream that the message mm, is written in. Brown. But brown on brown, okay la, still okay la. Tough la, tough. Or even like. I don't know. Sometimes the you know sometimes a lot of these cake companies they put it just on a piece of paper or cardboard or so, right? Like white white cardboard or something like that. Yeah. So maybe you could have uh yeah just cut a piece of cardboard and and then written on that like, and then okay they'll just they just won't eat it like. I think but I think cheese is below the totem pole when it comes to below cardboard in the totem pole when it comes to on cake decorations like, right? Yeah, I still yeah. think on the cake would have been okay. Brown or brown? I, I wear brown clothes. Oh, yeah, brown and brown. Brown yeah, and brown, brown is okay. Brown, yeah. <laughs> brown and brown. Brown and brown is okay, right? You get... And, uh, like, for me, it's like, I gotta have the, the cheese on the brown. I gotta have the, so cheese, you're the, the cheese, yellow and brown. Yellow and brown, uh, yeah. Uh, yellow so and brown is for you. For me. This, yeah. this is perfect for you. But yeah, whereas yeah, for me, yeah. brown and brown is fine. Oh, okay, you know? okay. Yeah, 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 like you see brown people use brown lipstick, brown nail polish, brown clothes, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. khaki pants, right? Brown shoes. So brown yeah. and brown is okay. Uh, but but but, but for, for me, you, philosophically, a birthday cake aesthetics matter a lot, lah. Aesthetics matter a lot. Mm, true, Also, true. the 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 whole thing standing out matters a lot, and the presentation of it matters a lot, lah. But the thing, if, the one thing yeah. I'm quite shocked yeah. by 
is that the guy uh when complaining about this on the complaints Singapore Facebook group, I think he had he even showed multiple photos of the fact that he really eats the prima deli cake for his birthday every year. <laughs> and he has like multiple examples of why they use the white chocolate biscuit every year and then why is it this so I'm like wow, this guy really loves this prima deli chocolate oh, cake. What right? lux, yeah. And he's so and just you pissed off the number one prima deli chocolate cake. <laughs> <That's fan>. a, <laughs> yeah. For all people to fucking experience this, it has to be the guy who loves this particular cake. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean if you ask me like, oh what do you have for your chocolate for your birthday cake last year, two years ago, three years ago, I cannot remember at all. Like, most yeah. of the time it's like, you know, I know it's is is uh probably like some chocolatey thing la. but other than that I don't know where it came from whatever la. yeah yeah. but this guy he has photo records <laughs> has of photo every evidence. cake every cake he's ever eaten in the last five years and do, when not, he saw do the, not test him <laughs> when he yeah. saw the cheese he was like let me pull up my record <laughs> yeah, he's got a spreadsheet he's got a spreadsheet of like every every detail of his cake from every year la. like this yeah, year it yeah, was how exactly. the, the, the white chocolate slab was how big and, and everything la. yeah uh, fucking funny yeah yeah, I mean, it's a funny story. Like, yeah, I I hope that next birthday he I don't know what he'll get for his cake. Uh, maybe mm. next birthday he'll be thinking, should I try Prima Deli again? <laughs> should I try? Maybe he's jumping the ship, lah. He's not gonna be a Prima Deli fan anymore. Yeah, he might. He might. Unless depends. So this is the uh, service recovery part, lah. Where you know Prima Deli, you know you got to do right by the customer. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine they have to investigate? They're like, who the fuck put the cheese? <laughs> who put the cheese? <laughs> Okay, you're not, it won't be you because you're allergic to cheese. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah, just fucking Everyone cheese. in push-up position. Yeah. <laughs> the, until the person who put the cheese on it steps forward. Everyone's going to stay in this position until yeah. until the end. Yeah. Oh, nobody want to admit, is it? Okay, from now on, all your snacks going to be slices of cheese. Yeah. No more yeah. no more coffee, no more donuts, just cheese. You all eat cheese. Yeah. yeah you see, yeah. you see that, that, you see the, our counter at the front? Everybody run and touch the counter and come back. <laughs> and you'll keep doing it until someone comes forward and says, Who, who put, put the, the cheese? cheese? <laughs> who put the cheese? <laughs> who moved the cheese? Yeah. Wow. This sounds like internal investigations oh, uh, are ongoing in the company. Oh, Good luck to the franchisee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but do you who think this, the uh, for the guy, for the fellow who did it, do you think it's a fireable, fireable uh, offense? I don't think it's fireable because like, I think it's recoverable. Maybe maybe Prima Dali says, okay, for your next five birthdays, we will give you the cake of like your choice, like, and we promise there'll mm. be no cheese. Mm. We will invite you, you to come. you might win a customer yeah. for life, like, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come on, pre- the no, Tampanese I'm, I'm Prima Dali the, outlet. No, I'm talking about the employee who... Yeah, who no, so who did, so uh, I, I would say the employee, I would not say it's fireable, but as long okay. as he is willing to put in the work to... Recover. Like, like. right his wrong, like, right his wrong. That means he has to, like maybe write a letter or something to the guy and apologize or maybe maybe, maybe or like deliver yeah. the white slab of white chocolate to him personally like, with an <laughs> I'm sorry message yeah. with an I'm, I'm sorry. sorry for the cheese I'm sorry oh for the cheese God. yeah from, from a birthday <laughs> cake now it becomes an I'm sorry cake yeah I'm sorry cake <laughs> and maybe they give yeah. him they should give him like multiple slabs of that white chocolate White chocolate, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. yeah, like pom pom is just bombing the whole cake with like multiple messages, uh. yeah, uh, man. Wow, fucking yeah. hilarious. First world problems that we have, uh. yeah, but cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. cool. All right, and now, uh, what is your one shot comment uh, that uh, you've experienced the last few days? My one shot comment is on the Reddit thread for Yalabad 322 when mm. we talked about 
Singapore finally going mask free indoors. I think I was making fun of the term COVID naive, which mm, uh, mm, Ong Yi mm. Kang uh, used to describe people who have not yet uh, contracted COVID lah. Uh, yeah. I was just yeah, we were just saying right. It's a weird term, but uh, Monster Boy, longtime commenter, commented, mm-hmm. um, and I'm guessing he or she works in the field of medicine or research because uh, the comment is in immunology we refer to immune cells that are fresh out of the bone marrow and have not encountered an antigen or become activated as naive cells. But I mm-hmm. guess the usage mm-hmm. of this word in layman context does sound a bit condescending. Ha ha ha. So yeah, yeah. so. It's a medical term. Uh, when taken out of yeah. context, sounds a bit weird. So thanks for cl- clarifying, man, Monster Boy. Mm, that's true. Monster that's Boy. True. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. My one short comment. I'm gonna dive into the deep, deep world, deep, deep pools of TikTok again. Uh. <laughs> I think the interesting thing is that yeah, we I think TikTok people, um, people are quite opinionated on TikTok lah. Or at least mm. they're encouraged to be, you know, engaged quite a bit. And uh, you know, we posted something about that talked about the Joseph schooling thing, and a lot of comments have been coming in on that little that little short snippet we put up from our last episode already mm. um, about whether Joseph schooling should be pardoned. Uh, and um, you know, there, there's and I'm what what surprised me about all these comments is that they're not uh they're not trying to insult or, or, or offend anyone. I think mm. people are genuinely feeling very strongly about this issue and putting forth their their opinions about it, lah. So. Uh yeah, we I would encourage every, anyone to you know if you have um if you want to get a sense of what people are saying or thinking about it, just check out like our TikTok uh our TikTok uh comment section lah. Yeah. Any any preview of like a particular sentiment that you saw expressed? I mean, uh, one is just said. Can we be a little bit more specific on the details? What law specifically did Joseph Schooling break? Because his actions were done overseas. Singapore law doesn't cover for this kind of crime. So mm. uh, this is yeah, this is probably someone who hasn't heard our full podcast where we sort of talk through that that particular law that covers it. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but but it tells you that yeah, that, that TikTok yeah. users are are very you know they they have strong opinions about this and and yeah, let's 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 hope they also listen to our full podcast and understand mm. the context better lah. Yeah, cool. All right, cool. man. Cool. And uh, so, what is your one shot thing? Would you like to go first? Uh yeah, I think uh I haven't watched it yet, lah, but I think mm. the anticipation is pretty crazy. The new Amazon original uh, Rings of Power, which mm. is uh going back to the Lord of the Rings universe. Mm. And I think what's what's been interesting about it is that uh yeah, lah, people I think recently House of Dragons sorry, some drilling going on downstairs. Huh? Yeah. House of Dragons just got released recently and the, I think the reviews have all been pretty good. So everyone's very excited to get back into the Game of Thrones universe. Mm. But now for Lord of the Rings, that's where... I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. And apparently, uh, Jeff Bezos, his own son told his dad, you know, if you, you guys are getting hold of this franchise, don't fuck it up, you know? <laughs> that's what Jeff Bezos literally said. Like, like His own son told him. So... The billionaire himself has, has or one of the world's richest men himself has got a warning from his own son. Don't fuck up this series. So I, I think it just got released on, on Amazon Prime or something. So, uh, you know, uh, this goes all the way back to 2001, Lord of the Rings. That's like 21 years ago. And uh, it'd be interesting for, you know, old generations, new generations generations to revisit this franchise. Mm, yeah. I see. To check it out. I still haven't watched Lord of the Rings, man. Ah, 
<laughs> all the way from 2001 until now. I've been talking about the yeah. history of this thing and then you're like, have you even seen one movie from it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I know, man. I know. I know. Wow. I know. Give a Thrones you watch. La. Give a Thrones, yeah, Thrones a watch. And I mean, even on that front, there is that, uh, the House of Dragons, right? Which is apparently yeah. quite good. Right? Right, it's right, been yeah, renewed yeah, for a yeah. second season already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, much la. to watch. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, I think, uh, yeah, I think you should just devote like a day of your life and yeah, just yeah. try and get just through watch everything. watch Lord of the Rings. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, take yeah. about at least a day or two. La. Yeah. Cool. And what is um, uh, your one-shot thing? My one shook thing is this local photographer that I came across on Reddit, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's, uh, his name is Shia uh, Bang, Shian uh, mm. Bang. Um, mm. And I saw, I came across on Reddit because on the Singapore Reddit uh, thread, he was just, he posted a picture of this, um, uh, a, a metal fabricator in Singapore, la. So mm. when I went to his website, I found out that he's a portrait photographer and he does some dope-ass photography. But one of his personal projects is also just uh, taking photos of cool people in Singapore doing cool shit. La. So mm. he took a picture of uh, Matthias, who is the founder and owner of Bare Metal Co., a local metal fabricator in Singapore. And the pictures are fucking great. La. And like, I never knew there's a metal fabricator in Singapore. And he basically like, makes anything metal, la, like uh, plates, mm. handlebars, and yeah, just reading about this photographer, seems like, yeah, he does great work, but he also does these sort of personal projects. Yeah, it's mm. cool shit, man. Cool shit. So uh, thanks to Reddit for for bringing me to him and show him some love, man. Just check out the link in the, I'll, I'll link to his website. Like, then you can see his, mm. he has links to his uh, Instagram and, and Facebook and all that. You know him personally or anything? No, I don't, man. No, okay, okay. So no, it's really just yeah. aesthetics. La. That's why you're, yeah. you're recommending this. Yeah, it's okay. cool shit, man. Yeah, Ooh. cool shit. So yeah, nice. check Always him out. Support local. Yeah, yeah man. Cool. Uh, yeah. Right. So I guess that's the end of today's episode, man. Yeah. Cool. All right. Talk to y'all soon.